This podcast is going to contain mature themes, language, and other things. So if you do not want to be offended or your children are listening, don't listen. Welcome to the Bushwood Country Club. The membership's exclusive. You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? The help is outrageous. <laughs> the madness is contagious. Bad language, fooling around in the course, poor caddying. But this whole place Caddy Shack, starring Chevy Chase as Ty Webb. Who is that disgusting man over there? A sportsman who really knows how to score. So what brings you to this uh, nape of the woods, neck of the wave? How come you're here? Rodney Dangerfield as Al Servant, a big shot. My pinky's bigger than your whole boat! With an even bigger mouth. <laughs> hey, somebody step on a duck. <laughs> Ed Knight as Judge Smales, a man of dignity. <laughs> and a sense of fair play. I've sentenced boys younger than you to the gas chamber. Michael O'Keefe as Danny Noonan, a caddy who wants an education and gets one. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Cindy Morgan as Lacey Underall. She's got a bad reputation, and she's working hard to keep it. You want to tie me up with some of your ties? And Bill Murray as Carl Spackler. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. He's not crazy about gophers, <coughs> but he is crazy. License to kill gophers by the government of the United Nations. And introducing... Mr. Gopher as himself. I said freeze, Gopher! Caddyshack. It's all about swinging. Kiss me, you fool. But not on the course. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Ah! Playing a good game. Catch oh, he got all of that one. And talking a better one. Hey, I should have stayed home and played with myself. Taking shots. Ah! That was a bum shot. And making time. We couldn't possibly think less of each other. Controlling your drives. Wow! And losing your grip. Ah! It is! You! Out! Or the man's a menace! Caddyshack. The comedy with... All right, welcome back to Matinee Baseball. I'm your host, Ted Flint. We are discussing a golf movie in baseball season because I may have screwed up and not been a very good messenger with Trent Condon, who is our guest tonight, but that's on me, and I'm excited to watch this movie. You know, golf is in the news this week, if only because Phil Mickelson became a meme. I used to love Phil Mickelson, (laughs) but now he looks like I do after four days in the Ozarks, which is good for him. Good for that man. I guess. Blood money and cocaine and what that'll do that to a man. Anyways, we are here to discuss Caddyshack on Matinee Baseball. As always, this is a podcast from the Tailgate Society. You can find us on the tailgatesociety.com. We're doing a lot better job of trying to get articles out and find us on any of your podcasts, apps of choice, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, and iTunes. It's been a rough, it's been a fun night. I apologize. It's not going crazy. Trent, I feel like Trent's like in for a treat or he's in for a train wreck. I have not quite decided. Like I said, I'm always joined by Jake Voss, Sean Shantessman, and Trent Condon from KXNO is here tonight. How's it going, Trent? I believe you're here. Oh. Or not. (laughs) Did you forget to move him over? He's in there. Anyway, 
All right, boys. <laughs> We're going to go with it. I can see him. <laughs> I, I'm i having a struggle because my son gave me headphones and he let borrow that are no longer on our right headphones. Unless some other random phone, phone number called in. Trent, are you there now? I am here. Do you hear me? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Second tries What's the charm up, or something. What's hey, up, man? I'm pretty sure the well, right I mean... earphone doesn't work on my earphones, <laughs> but it's fine. I'm literally working. All right, just to, just to kind of earphones, work. I had my good set. I let my son have for a car trip. They came back with half the AV cord gone. The set I have now, which is my younger son's set, last night during a Zoom meeting when I went to unplug from my computer, a piece of metal stuck in the computer. So now I have to like remove that piece with pliers to put back into the headset to make them work. So anyways, we're thriving is what I'm saying. It's delightful. Trent, I interrupted you. How's it going, man? Oh, it's, it's going great guys. Uh, excited to go back and watch Caddyshack, something I hadn't done start to finish and I don't know how long it had been. So I was excited for that. I know it's baseball season for you guys, but I mean, the, the baseball options, because you guys have done the best baseball movie two times already in Major League. You said, well, we can do Major League 3, not even Major League 2, Major League 3, or the crappy uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Bad News Bears. I said, no, 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 no. I had other ideas, and Caddyshack was the winner of the poll you guys put up. But, no, happy to be here. Obviously, a, a lot of fun and, and, and all-time great, too, to go back and relive from, what, 40 years ago. Yeah, well, that makes me feel terribly <laughs> old. But anyways, we always start mm-hmm. off matinee baseball. In case you're just here to see how drunk Jake, Sean, and I am, and just listen to this bullshit, with a 90-second spoiler-filled spoiler breakdown. Since this is Trent's movie, Trent, in 90 seconds or less, break down the exact plot of Caddyshack. Oh, it's very simple. You got Danny Newton out there, a young, struggling caddy. He wants to get a scholarship to go on to college. Doesn't know what he wants to do in college, but... He just needs money. More than anything, he needs enough money to be able to pay for college in the middle of godforsaken Nebraska. So he goes and he sucks up. He kisses ass. He does it with Judge Smales. Wait, one of the set high in Nebraska? I thought it was set in Florida. Oh, it's set in Florida, but that's where his college scholarship is, is okay. to a college in Nebraska. That's where I guess he's got the big opportunity, or maybe it's the only school that let him in. Regardless, that's what it was. So he's trying to go off to somewhere in Nebraska to get his college scholarship and and make right in the world. He also is caddying for another great golfer, but ultimately he decides Judge Smales is going to be his meal ticket. He messes it up, ultimately makes a big mistake, and that's where we get to the end of, of course, the movie. So that's a very, probably less than 90 seconds there, the general plot of what you're going to see here. A young man trying to make right and trying to get to college. What a world, huh? I guess, what, 40 years ago, didn't they have financial aid? I'm kind of confused. Well. I mean, financial aid loans now anymore. I'm too drunk to get into that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a deeper one there. So, yeah. So Caddyshack came back. When did that come out? It came out in 1980. So, yeah, 42 years ago now. And like I put on Twitter tonight, I think I'm going to upset people on this movie. This movie's very good. It's fine. But like you said, Trent, you sit down and watch it for the first time, start to finish in a while. 
Mm-hmm. And I'd be real curious by anyone who loves this movie last time they did that. Like, I'm, I'm, I just turned it back I, on rewatching it right now. I just finished it two minutes for the podcast because I'm a bad person. I started again. There's a 10-minute spot here with this huge extended family that they never come back to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I had seen this movie start to finish at some point, but I couldn't tell you when. It was a long time ago. Uh, so this was also my first time uh, to rewatch it start to finish and it it has all those moments you remember and the rest of the movie is uh it's certainly something yeah i'm in the same boat on all of that i mean i know i probably if you piece together you know all the times i watched 10 or 15 minutes of this along the way you know over the years i've probably seen it start to finish uh, I don't know, maybe 10 times, but actually in one sitting, this was maybe the third time I've ever sat down and done the whole thing. Um, yeah, like Jake said, you have the, I know with my notes, I started writing down, you know, some of the quotes and stuff and I got 10 minutes in and I go, I'm never going to keep up. There's just way too many, but mm-hmm. it has, it's, it obviously has those moments that you remember, but there's a lot of just kind of strange filler that doesn't, necessarily need to be there but again you know it's not a super long movie as it is so you can't really cut anything out of it yeah that's where I'm at like you need to like establish Danny Noonan's home life and while I'm I'm drunk sober enough to like talk about this we're going to discuss something and you can all make fun of me For, for as long as I've been playing mini golf when someone has to do a putt, we would say shit like, we did a Noonan shit to fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And I never realized it was his fucking last name until today. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a That's different movie that I missed the Steve Perry mock while he's trying to putt? Is that this one? And That's I was from Steve Perry's in basketball. basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's basketball. <sighs> Sorry. I'm, I'm failing humanity but like i literally swear to god i swear to god i'm sitting there watching this movie and I, I looked up why are they saying noonan and caddyshack on google i swear to god i swear <laughs> to christ <laughs> and they're like danny noonan and Ka-. i'm like oh god i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> like just <laughs> like makes it makes so much sense now in retrospect Yes, they'd be saying his last name to fuck with him while, you know, while he's trying to win the the caddy putting yeah, the caddy championship, yeah. which does not help him at all, right? I mean, like I said, I've been drinking. I went and played disc golf. I've been drinking for a while. He, him winning that tournament does not get him anything, right, besides winning the tournament? No. Well, he, it, it, was just it, the gets him invited to, it gets him invited to Snails' snail, uh, boat christening. But he is just working. He's not actually like a part of yeah. it. He shows up that day, and and then he goes and he takes care of Lacey Underall. So I mean, <laughs> a good work out of him. College scholarship, take care of that. When you're 18, don't always make our best decisions, I guess. Yeah, no, the priorities are a little twisted. <laughs> that part made me laugh more than anything when like he's trying to escape the house, and like that shit never gets brought up when discussing this movie. Like I was cackling when I realized who that who that was. 
Brad missed that that was the judge's daughter. Like, is, it, is it obvious that's who that is? Or niece, sorry, the judge's niece. Niece, yeah. yeah. There you go. Is it obvious before that point, or is that like a reveal? Well, what, they, no, they mention say it when they introduce in her. The, yeah, that yeah. first round of golf they're playing, it's brought up that, you know, she's she's in that's town, lives in Manhattan, yeah, and she's there for the summer. But But, yeah, even then, that scene, like, it's just immediately followed by the scene of him meeting the judge in his office. And he's just like, so yeah, let's just call it all good. Let's just pretend nothing ever happened. And it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> so then it just even gets brushed off overall real quick. And... The best have, way to enjoy this guys... movie. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trent. Well, have you guys read any of the like oral histories that they've done? About I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we need to remember this was 1980. It was made in 1979. There was a lot of cocaine. Yeah, you look at the people I, yeah. that were in this movie. There was a lot of cocaine. So, so when you're talking about the the holes in the plot, there are a ton of them. Or the dull <laughs> moments, or the things that just don't make a lot of sense. Just say there was a lot of coke. There was I mean, a lot just of coke take a, take a look. I mean, it's Rodney Dangerfield in general, but also just take a look at okay. it, and that's probably all you need to know for there, there's, what there's was going on. There's another show, and I can't think of what it's called. Is it Simpsons? Where like, whenever so and so is not on camera, you need to ask where so and so is. Whenever Rodney Dangerfield is not on this show, uh-huh. where is he at? He needs he needs he needs more. Like every time he's on the movie, he's the best part of this goddamn movie, in my opinion. The only other thing that can compare with with what he does is when we get Chevy Chase together with Bill Murray before the final round. I mean that that's the only thing that is close. You're absolutely right. The the Al Chervik character, the Loud suits and just Rodney Dangerfield in general. You're, you're exactly right. He is so good. That should have been its own movie. I mean, you could uh, you could make an hour and a half comedy on that character alone without anything else, without a love interest. You don't need any of that. You could use that character very easily, and you're exactly right. I think and that's even a better movie than this iconic movie. Just him. I want to watch Back to School with him, and I've never seen it. And this movie makes me want to watch it. What? That's like it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> now Trent's judging me. I've never seen it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the yeah. other two haven't seen it because they're youths, so it's I, fine. Nope. I, do, I don't I, believe I have. I do you even know what Trent, it is? Would be the bigger question. Oh. No. I know the name. It's, I couldn't tell you what. It's Happy heard, Gilmore oh. before Happy Gilmore. No, sorry. Trent, I'm Billy 29 Madison. for reference, so if that helps. I'm, I'm not. 29? Still, I mean, all right, yeah, you guys are young. Jesus. It's Billy Madison. <laughs> you make me feel bad here tonight. I'm the youngest one here, so that's why I've never even heard of it, probably. Never it's Billy Madison it. before it's Billy Madison. Classic. Yeah. So what's what's like your comedy of your youth? Because this is this is mine. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like uh, Sandler's stuff, Billy Madison, and that stuff. I mean, it was yeah. when I, you know, it was around when I was born or when I was really young. But that's what I mm-hmm. what I would point at. We we put that in a poll. When we did Happy Gilmore, and it was fifty fifty. But which is more quotable? Happy Gilmore or this movie. And That's I still tough. think Happy Gilmore wins. Like, I like the movie a lot. I would have like, to go back and watch Happy now after just watching this, but I'd probably go there too. So Happy Gilmore came out when I was in high school. But it, both of these movies have so many quotable moments, especially if you're out there dicking around oh, yeah. with your buddies on the golf course. It's just everything kind of morphs together, at least for certainly people of my era, you know, people that are in their late 30s, into their 40s. That era, it's those two movies together kind of make a round of golf with your buddies. 
This movie also, I forgot how many of like the po- how many of the popular uh, like reaction gifts and stuff like that that are used on Twitter guys. come from this movie. Like the the guy on the boat, like the thing yeah. get when he has to bail out of the boat. I com- I probably I could not have told you that that came from Caddyshack until I rewatched it today. I wanted to do a poll, and I got distracted about the uh, "we're waiting" gif. I bet mm-hmm. if I put that on Twitter and be- I have to. Not tonight, because you know what we're talking about. Where this is from, I bet it'd be oh, yeah. 30%. They wouldn't know. It, it, it might be worse than that. Yeah, I would bet In it a would vacuum, be higher it than would, that. It's probably 50-50. It and is also, just kind of drawing the line in the sand of, you know, it's one of those scary things of, you know, when I – when we hire new even college kids at work and we play the game of, you know, do they know who DMX or Jaw Rule is? The answer is always no. If ja I asked Rule, any of them... Fucking, he's uh, a Fox News contributor. <laughs> <laughs> if I asked any of them if they've seen Caddyshack, I bet the amount of them that say no or they don't even know what it is is probably uh, disturbingly high. <clears throat> There's just... I think we talked about this last podcast or something of just about, you know, there's so much access to new stuff anymore that I think things like this just get lost on everybody that's like under the age of like 25 now. Well, and they just the, like the now you're we're waiting gift. How how it's presented, it looks like it's at night. Like how that lighting is on that and I'm, 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 I registered that during the night when I was finishing the movie. I like guess daylight, obviously, during the, the putt. But, like, if you go back and look at that gif, when you look it up, it looks like it's like a darkness, like, crowd scene. Like, go check it out. Like, it does not look like he's on a goddamn golf course. I can tell you that. You know. But, yeah, no, no one would know that's from this movie. Well, not very many young people. Well, and is that, you know, something that Ted and I are about the same age. I'm a little bit older than Ted, but... Where high school, college, you're just flipping out on cable, and you're just scrolling, and hey, there's a movie that I've seen, and then you stop there, and you watch it, you watch 20 minutes, and it goes commercial, and you go somewhere else. I'm going to guess most people, and the cord putters that are out there, I'm an old man that still has my direct TV, and I'll never probably change that, but is that I mean, just because of the, I guess, clicking around the channels isn't a thing anymore? Is that why maybe you don't get the same rewatchability and the same, I don't know, 40 movies that basically everybody of a of an era of a 15 20 year era had all seen many times probably because of that would for you guys, young guys does that make sense I think that com- makes complete sense I know uh like for me I just have YouTube TV and the TV I watch is typically sports and I'm not scrolling through uh mm-hmm. YouTube TV now don't get me wrong like growing up and stuff I had you know regular direct TV or cable or whatever it was depending on the time and that happened but Caddyshack wasn't one of those movies uh for the most part for me in doing that but I think today when you're talking about streaming and that kind of stuff yeah that absolutely I don't think that's a, that's going to happen it would be more common with a uh movie that's on you know Netflix or whatever streaming service that you're scrolling through bored looking for something to watch more than it would be like something that's on uh, live TV. And we've had this discussion before. Cause like I, I, since I moved into my new house, I only have Hulu. I'm equally guilty. Like I never go to Hulu to live, the live function on Hulu very rarely. And like just scroll through and say, like, Oh, okay. I'll watch 
this movie that's already on, like maybe like five times in the last year. And that's going to be a problem for like the younger people. Like, and that's why like, I think popular movies on like Netflix and Hulu get lost in the shuffle. Cause you just, they don't, they don't get the repeatability. They're, they're yeah, not on TV. You have to actually so, search that out and go rewatch it. You know, and that's going to be an issue and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know if we'll ever, I, I almost wonder like, Oh, at some point, all of these services are going to regress back into a, you know, a guide and format of, oh, now we have different channels. You know, we have an action channel and rotate things. Well, not even that. It's just the cyclical way crap goes, but I don't know. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't know if if you have a different way to because it is it is weird anymore like there is so many options of things to watch how do you you know outside of like a parent sitting down with their kid and turning on caddyshack on netflix if it's available um how do you get new eyes on old movies you know things that used to be big in even early 2000s and stuff like that And that's the thing, like, and, like, this is just my drunk brain working, but, like, is pop culture just going to, like, stop in 2010? Because, like, anything new, like, even shows, like, Stranger Things that my son's obsessed with, he can't just be flipping through the channels on Ram Saturday. I'm like, oh, this is episode three of Stranger Things. I'm going to watch it. Right? Or the newest MCU show or the newest Disney Plus show, right? Like, but when we grew up, like, they'd be like, well, I mean, sorry, like, Hercules or Xena or any of those fucking shows that are just on. It's 2 o'clock on a Sunday. You got to watch something for an hour, right? And movies get lost in that shuffle, too. And I know we're, like, well, we're losing the thread here on Caddyshack, but, like, for, for example, this Hustle movie by Sandler. I won't sit down and watch it. I've seen good reviews. I want to watch this fucking movie. I heard it's good. But in six months, are any of us going to remember fucking Hustle? Right? It's not going to get put on TV. You know? But that's also, all right. I'm going to pull this back. Watch me being a professional podcaster about this. This is why I think Caddyshack is so fucking popular. You know, I'm not sure how great it is because it falls in that bold Durham skit movie part. This movie is basically SNL skits. There's six or seven skits in this movie that are mm-hmm. barely tied together by a movie. And you love it because you could turn it on HBO and watch 20 minutes of it and go on your day. Like, what is the threat of this fucking movie? Danny Noonan needs money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting uh, because I, when we were starting or before we were starting, I was like, I assume he was gonna, you're gonna have Trent uh, talk about it or summarize it. But what if he didn't, or what if you didn't, and you called on me, and what was I gonna say? And I would not have been able to put it together as well as Trent did. But that is like the only kind of continuous uh, storyline that goes through the movie is like Danny Noonan's story. The rest of it, literally, like I would have described it as. Yeah, like Rodney Dangerfield, Chevy Chase, and Bill Murray just doing skits, essentially. And then you have uh, Judge Smales uh, doing whatever he's doing. 
and then it's all just kind of loosely tied together by Danny throughout the the story. Well, in the yeah, DVD and... that I have, I have a DVD. That's where I watch it. Yeah, again, showing my age here as I'm watching a DVD of the movie. Dude, I'm all about HBO physical Max. media, and they make they make fun of me. Like I it's love not a laser media. disc or an HD DVD. It was a Blu-ray player that I was playing it, but it was a DVD that I probably got in 1997, and I, that's probably when I got it, or maybe 2002, whatever it was. But yeah, I was sitting in the house. I saw it was streaming on HBO Max. I flip it on. My fucking internet sucks here, and CenturyLink, I'm going to murder sometime. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't get that to load up, so I just I popped in the DVD, but the DVD Physical cover, media for the win. All about yes, it. Yes, it, it literally it has a picture of Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and Roddy Dangerfield, and they don't even have Danny Noonan on there. It smells. <laughs> it's at night. He's not, so I described the plot, but the guy that I described the plot isn't even on the cover of the DVD. He showed Let's up in something the other day. Movie. And it bothered me. I think it was a uh, winning time that HBO doc, that HBO show, and it pissed me mm-hmm. off for like an entire hour compared to who the fuck he was. Because he's almost he's older <laughs> now. What what does he play? Because I watched all Winning Time. What does he play? I don't. Oh, God damn it, Trent! Pull Talking up. about Michael <laughs> O'Keefe, the Danny Newton. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does he do? Are you sure? I'm looking at his goddamn IMDb right now. It's not on his IMDb. He hasn't acted in three years. Oh, no. The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. It's right there. I'm looking at He's Jake (laughs) Kent Cookie. Looking at right now. You're calling IMDb a liar? Jack Jack Kent Cook, Ted. Wow. Either way, he's in the show. (laughs) He is. He is. Call me me a fucking liar. I didn't call you a liar. (laughs) I just couldn't read properly for a couple seconds. No, I did. It, it is crazy the because before rewatching this movie, literally when you, someone would say Caddyshack, what popped in my brain was Bill Murray and the fucking rodent, the groundhog, or whatever the hell it is. Golden Gopher. Gopher. Goddamn Gopher, what? Minnesota Gopher. And the and the Gopher like dancing, like that's literally what I thought of because I hadn't seen it probably in fifteen plus years. That's how I, I watched the movie the first time. I, I was like seven, eight, and it was oh, it's a, I flipped it on. I see the gopher. Oh, this is a kids movie. I liked it, and it was on cable. I could have shown my kids the movie until, out, like, but... until an hour in, there's just tits for no reason. Yeah, they're being tits <laughs> because it's how that was that Why not? <laughs> that was actually a note I made because um, I like pull I, I pulled open the IMDb or whatever and saw the R rating, and I was like. Oh yes, it's an R rating, but it's in the '80s. That is, that means such a different thing than it means today. <laughs> like, yeah, like it was like I was not expecting tits in this movie, and they're just tits, and that's fine. Like, my son also wants to watch like all these baseball movies. He wants to watch Major League. And I'm like, and every time we I rewatch Major League for a podcast, I'm like, oh, he can watch this, and like it happened, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, he cannot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ten year old ten year old son is not, not there yet. So but alright. Let, let's let's rewind a little bit. What is your favorite quote from this movie? This movie is pretty goddamn quotable. Uh-huh. I have one that I use all the goddamn time. And I feel like it it is not in the top five. And the one I use is when he's discussing the hat, when he's like buying all that shit in the pro shop and he's like, mm-hmm. It's a great hat. No, it's <laughs> 
get a hat like that, you should get a bowl of soup. Oh, but it looks good on you. And I use it, <laughs> and it makes no sense whenever I use it. But, like, I feel like that's a lower-tier quote, and I fucking love it. <laughs> like, every time I, that's my favorite quote. When he's buying Wong all the shit. When he's not going to buy the I hat. Mean, the hat. Hey, it's Wayne, not... don't tell him you're Jewish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not obviously in the, you know, it's not the full quote and full context of the quote, but I use the old, you know, I got that going for me, which is nice uh, all the time, which is another one that I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily key where it comes from. I feel like when uh, they see that gift, they know it, though, because Murray's in Right. The- Hell yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's my that or um, oh he got all of that one when he's uh, <laughs> commentating himself and whacking the flowers. That those two are probably my most used. I don't know if they're the most popular, but they might. I suppose they probably are. But or the I mean, it's in the hole. Like the those are just mm-hmm. they're just so easy to use. So that those would be mine. As you guys probably know, I have a gambling problem, and so I oh, you're amongst utilized friends. DC. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You're not it in a contest yet, you lucky bastard. <laughs> you you missed on that seven weeks of that misery. Thing. Oh, absolutely. So I always <laughs> use gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And I always slice when I So I bet that always comes out. And then if I and it doesn't matter the bet, and it could be just a bullshit bet with a buddy, and it's always. You can owe me, as as you know. Al Shervick says says the smells after he misses the putt early in the movie. You can owe me. I I use that all the time, and it doesn't have to be a real bet, but that one comes out of my mouth. But you know, I don't think we mentioned probably. I mean, there's ten probably more iconic quotes from this movie that we didn't even mention, and that shows you just how quotable this movie is. And so my wife was watching for a while with me. And she'd never seen it before because she's a weirdo and she has no pop culture references at all. <laughs> but there were probably a half dozen times like, oh, that came from this. You know, she's yeah. almost 40. She, she has been around for this whole movie and everybody of our generation has watched this movie except for her. And now she's getting these references. Oh, it came from that movie. So I, I think that also showed me just how deep you know, into at least my era of people, this is where somebody that never seen the movie before, but there are five or six times she said, oh, yeah, now I see where that came from. I've, I've heard that dozens of times in my life. Yeah. Has Williams ever met your wife? Because that's what the – I know, yeah, they, 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 they would be best friends in pop culture references, that's for sure. <laughs> they go watch Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's – I mean, it is, like you said, there's so many in there, and – like I kind of started off, I started writing down some of them of, you know, even the, yeah, Danny, do you do drugs? And just every day, good. Every day. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> just the amount of them that are packed in there are, are impressive. And there, it is very good quality on a good majority of them. So it is hard to, to narrow down the scope to one or two. <clears throat> and I do love a lot of, Chevy chases and you know obviously a ton of those just come from the way he delivers them just the deadpan dry so dismissive like doesn't even care about you or is it going to give you the time of day sort of thing and just openly insulting people yeah 
Mitch Cumstein, it was that was my name in college all the time. You know, going to a bar with a random. Uh, what's your name, Mitch Cumstein? That one was always used all the time, and you'd hope to be the the first one when we're going up to a group of chicks and trying to trying to lay that one out so you could be Mitch first. We, we our group did that all the time, and that was our always, always our favorite name. That, but you mentioned early on, just you do drugs, Danny, every day. Early in that scene, that first scene, their timing between those two was so good, and then after that. It felt like Noonan, he got worse as an actor. That was his best scene, that first one that he's doing with Chevy Chase, and afterwards it's like he got worse as an actor. Probably all the cocaine. That, that is a great point. Great point. It could be that, or, or they shot it later after they had been around each other. Yeah. But, yeah, you're I right. Do... That, they were fantastic together. Then it's super early in the movie, and, yeah, I would agree, just downhill from there. I do feel like Chevy Chase – uh, I made a note on this in my invisible notebook. Unlike Jake and Sean, I actually have notebooks that write notes. So, like I feel like he's like the secret MVP of this movie. Like he he bats at a higher percentage. Even Roger Roger Dangerfield, like he he bats at a higher percent. His lines hit higher. And like in the gift world of 2022, you get Murray, you get Dangerfield. Chase kind of gets lost in the shuffle with this movie. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like he holds it together. Like, he's the linchpin. Does that make sense? A little bit? Yeah, no, it's a few time. of those, like I said, kind of come into his delivery, and some of them are lines like he has to set up, or sets up anyway, and then, you know, maybe either needs a look or some, you know, you know, like when he gets on the judge and he goes, you know, don't sell yourself short. You're not much of a slouch, or you're an incredible slouch or something like that. How do you uh, measure yourself against other players? Yeah, Mostly by, by height. height. <laughs> I think that's just one of those things where there's enough other stuff. Yeah, with it doesn't it doesn't gift quite as well as some of those because it is those one offs with Bill Murray and uh, Dangerfield are just easy one second and just in your face hilarious stuff. And I guess I, I heard the even, Murray and the Murray scene with him was like complete ab lib, or that's like a urban legend. Or something like... I actually, in watching the movie and after... I don't know if it was Rewatchables or what podcast I've heard... Probably multiple podcasts I've heard talk about this movie. I would like to know how much of the movie was ad-libbed. Because it, it wouldn't surprise me a bit that most of that scene was... Or like I've Rodney heard the rumor is all doing Rodney Dangerfield... All Murray's yeah, I, I mean, none, none of that would surprise me, given what we know about what was going on on the set, plus the talent that the those those people had. Like, it wouldn't surprise me a single bit that you say damn near all of it was. Oh, I guess you had to throw in on the list of other quotes is maybe the other one that's up there for ones I use the most is the, the old... Uh, I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for some time. You know, it's just, <laughs> yep. anytime it's raining, it doesn't matter what's going on. I, oh. I, the other night at work, we had like three people use it. It's when just the most incredible storms were rolling through town. Oh, it, man. Sean says his internet is killing him. Uh, He's going to go down. Anyways, um, what, all right, what percentage of like, Right, so Jake's the youngest one here is 29. Do you think like 25 and under people know this movie? Besides the reaction gifts. 
if they don't play golf? Um, as a I movie, think you, I think they. I probably think not. they probably know of the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't think. I think, as, like my age, like younger than my age, you start. It really probably starts to fall off as far as people that have actually watched the movie. Unless like, you have those I mean, fake. Uh, what was that website that had the Bill Murray T-shirts for like five years? Chive. Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. The oh, chive. the chive. Yeah, the chive. Okay, that's like, what you're talking about. I feel about. like people of that shit say they watched this movie, but they didn't watch this movie. That makes sense. Yeah, but even that was like popular for I would say my. Don't make me old. Okay. So. Like that. That's why I say once you get beyond, you know, late twenties, maybe mid twenties, you're you're gonna start really losing people that have actually seen it. I mean, it is forty years old. So like, think about like Trent and I are pretty close in age. I'm trying to think like what a movie would have been like the equivalent for us. I've been like twenty well, years I was, older than I was just googling that. Some, what do you some, say, that? say something, something? Something that was like fifteen, ten to fifteen years. Like came out ten to fifteen years before you were born. Well, that yeah. hurts. But, so uh, I'm, I'm looking like into <laughs> Cool Hand Luke. Heard of it? I had never seen it. I'd yep. seen it maybe ten well, years man, ago, I but I certainly never saw. I have not seen it. Heard of my it. dad watched it in the background, but I sure should have not watched the whole thing. Right. You know, The Hustler with Jackie Gleason. Paul Newman? I never saw never it. I saw the sequel. I heard of it. Easy Rider? I have seen that one. No, oh, yeah, that movie sucks in the ending. <laughs> Not the movie, movie. Yeah. The ending's rough. It, it, but, it's pretty much, that, yeah. These like, are the movies, though, that we're talking those about. Movies you're, Tiffany. Say, those movies you're saying, I know of, but I have never seen. Mm. Now, there you could pluck maybe a, a couple out of that era that I might have seen, but most of them I haven't. I know of them, but... Which is why, like, to, to, to piggyback back to our, our earlier discussion, everyone cutting the cord, which, I mean, I'm all about saving money. Like, I'm... It makes it hard to watch those movies because you're just not going to stumble upon them, right? You're not going to be well, sitting there on a Sunday. You've got to make the decision, I'm going to start this from the beginning. It's not... A commercial comes, all right, I'm flipping around channels. Hey, I happen upon it. I've, I've seen that gift before. Hey, actually, I'm going to stay with this now because it's that movie. There's none of that. You have to make the dedicated effort that I'm going to click from the very start of this movie where it gets off to a stupid start, and I'm going to stay with it for now the next hour and a half. That's a, that's a tough commitment for somebody for a movie that was made 42 years ago. On especially, top of that. especially now with people's attentions, like – Kids' attention spans or whatever. Like, well, I'm, that, I mean, no, like, I'm not. I'm not devoid. Uh, you know, I, I have. That's gotten worse for me too. But good. Then. Well, it's not that, but it's like you have to be watching a streaming service that presents that movie to you, puts it puts it on the front page for you to find it. Yeah, HBO, I, I I think most of the like pop culture stuff is going to come from like people talking about it and you and like people going and seeking it out. It's not going to be randomly stumbling upon it for the most part. Correct. Also, which, which I will say a decent amount of that. It was the same, a similar way for me. Like it, I didn't do a lot of like, I didn't, I wasn't watching TV and stumbled upon you know, fast times or whatever 
you know, that stuff was like, hey, people talk about it, and like, oh, you haven't seen it? And I'm like, no, and then it's in my brain, and I'm like, I should probably go watch that. Dazed and confused, whatever. Oh, like, we, we're not getting that tonight. Yeah, we I'll don't need to. We don't off. need to go there. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but just stuff like that. There, there. Now there were definitely movies of my time or that were on TV when I was growing up that were just played all the time. Don't get me wrong. But there was all. There's also a lot of movies that I've watched more than once uh, that was just hearing about about it from or about them from people. Uh, and going and watching them at some point. So, anyways, I don't know what I was going to say. All right. So, back to this movie. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drunk. Say, where are um, you at? You said you restarted it. Where are you actually? Oh, at we're back now? at the. Uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. You can go. All right. So, all right. Can we discuss how, like, and I know it's going to be like me being, oh, Ted's too woke. Whoa, whatever. <laughs> Bill Murray's character is kind of problematic in this movie. Kind of. <laughs> he's, he's all intents and purposes. He's polishes knob watching a bunch of 50-year-old ladies on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, hey, his man, character is... Is definitely that couch to that that bed is not going to be pretty. I mean, you can imagine yeah. the thoughts going through that guy's mind. <laughs> no, people think I'm pretty dumb, but uh... <laughs> the whole no, you don't know. Was... You don't know that people think that. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was good. Like they had like one scene of it when like he's washing the balls, uh, and then like they had to come back to it, and when yeah. he's like watching. I mean, it's like it's cutting the whole thing. Yeah, I had completely forgot about that little I, I did, that little wrinkle that I don't have any fucking idea why it needed to be there, but it, but it is there. Like to that well, character, why lady? did you need to add that? Did he call the first lady a tramp and she's teeing off? I mean, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, you're a tramp. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, once again, it was made in 80, 1980. So yeah, well, we, there's like, a, there's like, a lot of the movie you could, you can pick apart with. Yeah. Probably doesn't need to be like that. Does she want to earn, does she want to earn $14 the hard way? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie that still uh, gets thrown out from time to time. Usually only around, uh, very close friends, though. Oh, yeah. Got to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I think I don't even know. I've heard people use that line, like maybe not even specifically the number, but I like I've heard people use that a lot. And uh, yeah, just it, it's the it's just part of the movie. It's not, I was watching. It, nothing got too. I don't know the the yeah the Bill Murray stuff was probably the worst. Nothing got too crazy where I'm like, all right, like, I want to shut this off. But well, no, like we're not in the Porky's territory, which I know you guys have not seen Porky's. I know Trent has seen Porky's because we're oh, all seen Porky's. I see Porky's. <laughs> Use that movie, movie a lot of the years, not just to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there will be a podcast about Porky's at some point. It'll be 45 <laughs> minutes, like how how problematic this movie is. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> 
But I have completely forgotten the uh, the Scotchman. But here's the thing, and this is, all right. I want to be very clear on someone who's a very big individual. It bothered me way too much who the uh, the head Caddyshack guy was until I googled who he was. So I could not trace his voice. And then once I saw what he looked like now, it clicked. The gambler, the guy like, the guy that runs the cash. Yeah, so who is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look him up right now. Death, Look yeah. what he looks like right fucking okay. now, and you'll, you'll recognize him. What was his name? All right. Brian Murphy. Uh, Brian Goyle Murphy or some shit. Brian Doyle Murray. Okay. Because you all know what he looks like now. Like, he's in everything. And I'm not oh, being out of I'm not shaming him for being older and bigger now. But what he looks like now is what you what you would recognize him from. And it bothered me for like fifteen minutes. Oh, oh that guy. <laughs> we found our winner of that we found our winner of that category. <laughs> right? How you recognize him now? Huh. Completely different guy. And he's in oh, everything. and guess what else? That's Bill Murray's brother. I know that's who Bill Murray's brother. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. The last name's Murray. So when I so, clicked on his IMDb and it got bigger, I was like, wait. It's a lot like Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, that makes sense. I still think Chevy Chase is the fucking MVP of this fucking movie, by the way. I'm going to go to my grave for yeah, that. You know Chevy Chase is a shit person. I think he uh, he probably does the most. I mean, you have because like we discussed. I mean, you basically have Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Murray. Just like their scenes are just a couple minute skits or whatever of their character. Chevy Chase is like I mean, whatever you want to call his character, like he he does a lot with a lot of interaction with other characters, and yeah, I I think he I think you're probably right with that. But he's got I, the most difficult, I think, certainly part there to, like you said earlier, kind of keep it all together. And he certainly does that. I could argue, though, that Smales, because we need somebody to hate, right? It's easy to hate Smales. He might be the MVP or maybe he has the highest war or something like that. Because <laughs> without Smales, it's just it's a bunch of funny guys, you know, just kind of shooting the shit. You need somebody that everybody hates, and, well, that's Smales. He, he is a Tony Gwynn of this movie. Just... Well, you hate Tony Gwynn? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I'm not saying like Chevy Chase. Like he is fast. He he doesn't hit home runs. He doesn't he doesn't do shit. He just okay. I got you. I got you. His hits hit. Where like Murray and Rock Dangerfield, like their shit is home runs. Like it's like that's the shit you remember. Where Chase just like is constant through the goddamn movie. Single every time. Yeah, like oh, that line. He's like, don't you own lumberyards? I do. Two of them. One of them went to him. <laughs> Yeah, and notice you didn't spend much time yeah, there. don't spend much time yeah. there. I don't know where they, they are. are. <laughs> <laughs> so deadpan, so good. You yeah, know, one like, of my favorite Chevy Chase moments isn't even necessarily a line, but it's when they're setting up the golf match and Judge Smales, you know, gives him the it, let's talk in private. And he just moves that two feet at the bar and just like <laughs> looks at him and shrugs and he's like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> just right around the corner still talking as loud having you know it's not a private conversation at all but he's just like yeah what are we doing here 
Yeah, he he just he's solid and like like I said, this movie's good, it's decent. But man, I feel like if you show this to a twenty twenty two year old now, mm-hmm. they'd be bored out of their fucking minds. Yeah. There are some slow parts. There are parts that don't make sense. Which also I showed my I showed my ten year old Dumb and Dumber a, a few months ago and he laughed, but he did not laugh as hard as I thought he would laugh, and it hurt me yeah. on a very physical level. That makes me sad. My kids are coming up to that age. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're you, you going to remember that Dumb and Dumber is not as slapstick as you would think. You, I thought you need like, let me like, I, I feel like, I feel like that's the case with a lot of uh, those kind of. Well, like, they don't make some of the older, anymore. Some of the older comedies, because a lot of what they are is exactly what you said earlier. They're like a bunch of skits that are placed mm-hmm. throughout the movie that are just kind of loosely tied together by a character or two. And you yeah, to make I, really... I'm old and sad and nostalgic, <laughs> and then this, this turned terrible. I need therapy after this. You guys. <laughs> it's not like this movie, like rewatching this. I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just when you compare it to some of the more modern stuff that uh, will have like an actual story that, it runs through and then have the comedic moments. It's just a different style of of making a movie. It's it's not bad. It's just movie's it fine. I enjoyed it, but having Gilmore is better. The movie, the movie, the movies are the moments you remember them for. Instead of having this continuous thing, it's like oh, every five minutes there's this, you know, comedic part of Bill Murray doing his thing or whatever. Is that a is that a yawn out of you, Sean? No, that was no. Oh, okay. oh, 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 who did that? Who did that? Who did that? <laughs> I promised it was not me. I, was, I, I thought was I heard. I thought I heard IMDb. a yawn. No one right. yawned. No one yawned here. Anyways, you're exactly right. Like it's uh, and a it sucks. Is like I was gonna bring this up tonight. So, uh, and I, I don't know how to like. It's a, it's a big problem. So like any more like any comedy that gets made, gets tossed on a streaming service. Like what was the last big theater comedy. Oh, Pineapple Express? I'm going to go Bridesmaid. That's in 10 years. Yeah. That's been 10 years, huh? Damn. Like, they don't toss them in the theaters anymore, which sucks. Like, oh. that hit. Comedy that hit. And they still make like Amy Schumer comedies. Man, there there's got to be something more recent than Pineapple Express. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right in what you're saying. And that's fun. They, they talk about it in theaters and streaming, but like, Bridesmaids sports movies. I thought I said Bridesmaids last one. That's eleven. They're eleven, right? Oh yeah, sorry. So yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, there, I mean, there there has to be, but. Yeah, your like I said, your point your point is correct. In but mm-hmm. but that's kind of that's part of just the way that things are moving. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously I mean, you're going to have. I have a whole angry we, article coming out next week on the TGS about previous. Yeah, I mean, but, I I would say you're right in the sense that like theaters are now not necessarily being reserved for, but essentially being reserved for your big like action movies or whatever that are coming out. 
Yeah. Or like, but like it just which sucks. is kind of like, sad. It's like we all like talking about like Trent. We saw Caddyshack. We saw Happy Gilmore. We saw Dumb and Dumber. We saw these movies, and like kids now aren't gonna have that experience, right? Like I can wait to like show my son Hustle next week. Twenty one, twenty one Jump Street, twenty two Jump probably Street. Probably one. Deadpool's. I just googled. I don't count, so I don't count Deadpool. That's fine. I, I don't necessarily. I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily count it either. But yeah, twenty one, twenty two Jump Street. I mean, twenty two Jump Street was two thousand fourteen. So. Oh, that hurts. Hot Tub Time Machine was ten. Nice guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not so you're hurting me. Doesn't make me feel a whole lot better. So. Yeah, like, we're all getting old. The whole, the whole, the whole industry as a, as a whole is getting old. Like, so like I'm writing a dark night on here, but it's like game night's fucking hilarious. I will fucking fight you. So okay, game, I've never, I've game. never seen it. Oh my god, that was 2018. Game night? No, it was 2018. You need to watch game night. Have you guys seen game night? Am I one of seen game night? I have never not, seen it. I've heard it's good. Oh my god, it's the best comedy. 19? You gotta watch 18. it. Oh my god, it's so fucking game fun. night. Game night is so fucking funny. And it's Bateman and uh, Rich McAdams. McAdams. Yeah. And the dude from fucking uh, the uh, guy from Friday Lights and Breaking Bad, the redheaded dude. He steals. Oh yeah, and I Jesse never remember his name. Yeah, there you go. Riggin. No, yeah, Clemens. Not Riggin. But <laughs> <laughs> Landry. <laughs> Landry. Samsonite. Right here in the right here. No, game night is probably the best comedy in the last what eighteen? Yeah, yeah. Game I mean that that I mean if if that if it is actually that good, that's probably your All winner. My, but I mean that's four yeah. years ago. So. Probably, I, mean, I, I, can not, I cannot recommend game night enough. It is so good. Okie dokie. So good. That's all I got. I don't want to spoil anything. It's fucking hilarious. It also has uh, has Winston from New Girl. Does that help? Is that a selling point? But you're you're like continuing to look through this list that uh, on IMDb actually. Like you're right. Like there was this weird. I don't know for whatever reason. I don't know if people decided they couldn't make funny movies without like getting canceled because because they couldn't make inappropriate jokes or whatever. But like t- 2010 or the early teens, like they just stopped. It's the studio being a thing. They need they need sure things. That's why there's a fucking there's a Pixar movie about a a, a spaceman who goes who loses 30 years <laughs> and comes back to save people. And instead of making it a fucking original idea, it's fucking Buzz Lightyear, and it's based on a movie that Andy watched to watch Toy Story. But anyways. I'm gonna go watch them in the theater. I'm an asshole, but uh, <laughs> literally, there's two, there's two movies coming out this summer that have original IP that'll probably make money. There's Nope by Jordan Peele, and you can even you can even argue that that doesn't count because Jordan Peele is an IP by himself, right? He made Get Out and Us, and there's Bullet Train with Brad Pitt who. He's apparently now 58 years old, which makes me feel old. <laughs> you know he's older now than, than Liam Neeson was in Taken? Yeah, that hurt you like a Wilford Brimley thing. <laughs> you can't actually... <laughs> fuck, 
Punisher Liam Neeson is just like forever sixty years old. I don't know. You cannot yeah. find Cocoon on streaming services because the studio and like the soundtrack are in a legal battle. But anyway, really? back to Canada. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, too much of a, I'm, I'm too much of a geek. I apologize in advance. I'm sorry, Trent. Anyways, back to back to back to Caddyshack. Oh yeah. I guess we can just the movie we're talking about. Um, there's no there's no goosebumps points in this movie, right? No, no, it's pretty clean. So. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think the only one you could even if he would have uh, just made the putt. Without the explosions, like that would have mm-hmm. been maybe the only argument for even having one. But out, yeah, there's there's nothing. Okay. Maybe Spence going looked? after Danny with the golf club. You're wondering if he's actually going to get whacked. With it. <laughs> it's about the only goosebumps. That was more comedy than anything, and I don't know if that's it was like yeah. inadvertent comedy or if they, that's how they plan that to come across. But he's just like demolishing the room while trying to hit him with the putter <laughs> or whatever it was. Have you ever seen Cash Act 2? Will you watch Cash Act I have, I have I'm not. I refuse. I'm fairly sure I have at some point in my life, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. No, I have not. I'm intrigued now. I might get really bored and watch it sometime if I can find it. Would you rather watch you Cash Act 2 or Sandlot 2 or 3? I don't know. Flip a coin. Would you put that in a poll? Possible <laughs> sandlot in there. Oh. Cash Act Two and and apparently Bad News Bears go to Japan, which is apparently a really bad movie. So when a podcast tells me it's the worst movie of all time, makes me want to watch it. But you can't toss that out there. You can't. You can't give me that bait. So I mean, Trent will watch it on the theaters. Movies that Amazon Prime throws at me now as suggested movies is a list of things I hope you never get to see, Ted, because there's some things that terrify me <laughs> that you might put in a poll. Oh, God. So you watched just, that Bottom of Knife movie with Joe Matani, where the fuck is that? <laughs> just digging the bottom of the barrel for baseball and sports movies for me. And some of them just look horrible. <laughs> you should watch those movies. Do we need to? I don't know that we need to. You should to. watch Hustle. I think Stansberry I watched texted it. me. Oh, how was it? Uh, Probably not as good as what people are telling you, but I wasn't mad that I watched it. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I've had worse reviews. I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised with how many, like, I don't know if I would say rave reviews I've seen or heard about. People but... miss sports movies and they don't get made anymore. Yeah, I, I was I, I was I saw someone kind of ripping it and their explanation, and I was like, all right, it can't be that bad. Uh, so I watched it, and yeah, it. I would. I mean, I would say go ahead and watch it. Well, we're going to watch it because I'm going to make Stan's break on the podcast. We're going to watch it and we're going to talk about it. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he texted me after he saw Colin that was on the podcast. like, I want to be on the next one. I'm like, all right. I'm like, we need to do a hustle. So, Trent, besides Major League, 
What's your yeah breakdown? What's some of your favorite baseball movies? We have a, we're we're in the hour point. No one's here anymore. We're all drunk. <laughs> when we know you're drunk. Yep. So you, you discussed big, not, little big league, and yeah. I really wish I would have put it on the poll. I love that movie. It's a good one. I'm also a Twins fan, so that hit. I think it came out. I was like 13. I mean, they it came out in the same year uh, as uh, Rookie of the Year. Okay, so it, I mean, it, it hit everything for me. Seeing the Metrodome, the stupid American League jokes. I mean, just everything. That that was a big one for me. Um, I'm not a Bull Durham fan. Uh, I've had a lot of arguments about it. Uh, no one here is. Chick me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, good. you're not hurting like, anything. That's an Yeah. A fucking SNL skit in a fucking movie. Like, yeah, not my thing. The just watching Robbins try to throw a baseball is infuriating. Yeah, I, I can't do that. Um, and baseball movies are tough. Where do you like, like I, where do you come like down on Moneyball, Trent? I liked it. I think I watched it like after the bar one night though. It was like I flipped it on, got home at like you know eleven thirty, and I was I was in. I watched the whole thing, but it wasn't locked in. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. But That'd be a bad after-bar movie. Yeah, it wasn't a repeat viewing kind of thing, or you know, just yeah, it's pretty good. But that was it. It wasn't also a bar night like Ted usually has. It was, you know, whoa, hurtful. Got to bring the truth sometimes too. I mean, we played. Mm. I did play uh, disc golf tonight. And we broke down our favorite bartenders in town, and we got through all nine. Oh, really? Yeah, we had uh, we had a rating system, so. No, but, that's a podcast of its own right there. I mean, it's a thing. I walked in the night to have the waste time, and and Vicky, when I walked in, definitely rolled her eyes. Sixty-five year old Vicky, she's like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, "I'm staying for a drink. I'm sorry." <laughs> so you can't go home yet. That, the American Legion on Thursday at eight <laughs> thirty. You guys had hit all my baseball movies. I mean, the Bad News Bears, obviously, same kind of thing. I mean, it was it was a one of the few movies of my youth that was around. And going back and rewatching that, as I know you guys have, good God! I mean, talk about things that you can't you get, get away drunk with. You get drunk and seven or eight little leaguers <laughs> in a convertible. <laughs> Got his cores. He's ready to go. It's just it is a completely different world that that movie. It's so good and. The rewatchability, even with those uncomfortable moments, I think makes it even better just because you're so baffled that they made this a movie about children, about it's baseball. The 70s. I think, it, I think yeah. that's, that just proves, like, it being good, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the movie being good. You can have those, those moments that, like, take you out of the movie because they're so just like, what the fuck were you doing or what, what were you thinking? But then the movie, you still continue to watch the movie and enjoy it even with that. I think the second one's better. I like the second one better. It's a road trip movie. What? I, it's so oh. much fun. They steal that van. Well, they, go they, go the they go to the Astrodome. Yeah, they go to the Astrodome. <laughs> I like I'm the a Sandlot fan. I, for love of the game's fine. I mean, it's you got to take away just making a baseball movie only and be a lot better. It's the, it's the be- that's true. You could cut 45 minutes of that. It's amazing yeah, that Sam Raimi directed that. The same guy directed Spider-Man and Evil Dead and, you know, the new uh, Doctor Strange movie. Like, it's, yeah. It's it's great if you got rid of the uh, Miss Travolta's parts. And I can't remember her name right now. I'm being a sexist <laughs> asshole. So. Have you guys done Ed yet? 
the Matt LeBlanc uh, monkey baseball movie. <laughs> no, no, we have not. Have, there's actually, there, isn't there like two monkey movies? Yeah, there's there's a <laughs> Most valuable primate. <laughs> we have we have yet to venture into any of the um And the scouts on there yet? Brandon Fraser movie? That's there. Yeah, the the scout's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. Well, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, we've seen some pretty shit movies, Trent. So <laughs> Yeah. Beast, we have we have awesome. Go ahead. Well, you guys just you've hit all the good ones, really. Yeah, it, we've really gotten down to the point where we could can we could watch like really not. We never got to go dreams over and over. Which is weird, but like, Phil dreams is like Phil dreams is out there. This was the first movie in I don't know like a year and a half. I actually took my notes on pen and paper and not my phone. Um, and <laughs> in this notebook, I have notes from. Mr. 3000. Hmm. Everybody was Jake, was Jake dodged. He missed that fucking mm-hmm. movie. And the replacements, which we did, you know, one off season. So that's Mr. 3000 should just, they got to burn all the copies. It's, and you're choppy again, which is no one's here about Mr. 3000. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, like, Phil Dreams, Bad News Bears remake, though, like, people have, like, asked us to do that one. To say Trent shit on it at the beginning, and I almost jumped in. I, I in, enjoy them. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched that for a while, so I, I actually hate to claim that I enjoy that movie. But I like Billy Bob in his, like, shit show role, which is mostly what he do, has done recently, like, him just being a terrible person. But... I think I think that movie is worth watching and podcasting on. I'm with you. I just didn't want I didn't want to do that just because I have such reverence for the original and that's more than anything because I ended up watching it one night. Like he's he's not drunk in that movie. He's not drinking in the sequel in the remake, right? Like they like cut that out, right? Yeah, isn't he like in, in just out of rehab or something like that? I feel like I feel like he's not drinking it. Like, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's like openly drinking and being a drunk, but he, it's still the character. In the first one, there. the dude passes out on the pitching mound, right? Because he's <laughs> like yelling at the kids. Tanner's kicking him, trying to wake him up. Walter Matthew, rest in peace. So, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. I'm I'm sad that Jake didn't like Hustle. It makes me sad now, so it's fine. I di- I didn't dislike it. I just don't think that it's like I think somebody posted something about the what the tomato meter on it was, and like all I've I've seen a lot of like this movie's great, and I watched What's it. What's better, was, Hustle or good, yeah, Way Back fine. with Ben Affleck? Uh, Hustle probably. I mean, <laughs> it's not. No dead kids. No. <laughs> Trent, did no, you it, watch the way back I, with Ben Affleck? No. Well, it's it's it's, I? it's a big. Uh, how sad do you want to be? <laughs> I, I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky kind of guy. I don't think I need. To I feel go like you should pass. Yeah, t- 
Yeah, <laughs> TC, TC strikes me as a guy kind of opposite at the opposite end of a. It's of like memory, like as as oh, this is sad. Goes. Would you like to be more sad? Oh, that's more sad. Would you like to be even more sad? How about we make it even more sad? It's like you go to like Dairy Queen and you get four toppings of sadness. That's the way back. <laughs> <laughs> So here's your movie that is the ice cream, and the rest of it is sadness. Yeah, it's all terrible. So, but suppose I should go. We should already let him go to bed. Is you'd be on like six hours, right, Jake? Uh, something like that. Yep. All right. Any, any last notes? Let's into the notebooks. Any notebooks here? Any quotes we missed? I don't think I have anything. I mean, we didn't mention the fact that they – so they have the caddy day uh, at the pool, which uh, was actually only 15 minutes from 1 to 1.15. Uh, and then uh, what a uh, baby Ruth gets thrown in the pool, and they think it's a turd. Mm-hmm. And then they, they drain like, the pool, and Bill Murray finds it and takes a bite out of it because it's actually a candy bar. After okay. the next game. What? Go ahead. My bad. I quit. No, the secret night swing part. The secret night swing part, like where they have a whole like. Yeah, that, that could be cut. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's one of the things that like you could just not have it in the movie. I just, it's fun. It was, it's just one of those scenes where, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, he like sniffs it and oh, it's okay, and takes a bite out of it or whatever. Mr. Quote, my quote that also comes out a lot. I don't think we hit it. We were talking about Chevy Chase and Bill Murray together in the scene in the in the shed, but pool or pond, pool would be good for you. I, I don't know how many times I've said that to my friend that's either dirty or sweaty or uh, talking about something that has water involved. Pond would be good for you. I mean, that, that one, that's an all-timer. I've never heard that. That's completely above me, apparently. Yeah, that's one of those li- that's one of those lines just in there when Chevy Chase is trying to get out out and not be talking to yep. Bill Murray anymore that he throws in there. He's a yeah, he asks him, You got a you got a pool? Yeah, we got a pond and a pool, but the pond would probably be better for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything else. I mean um like that's very close to like when I have to like a younger person about the uh, the Samsonite quote from Dumb with Emmer, which I use all the fucking time for, like, something that I should know and I don't know. And I say, like, Samsonite, it's right there on the briefcase. And anyone under the age of 25 just stares at me like I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no reference point, no understanding. I'm like, it's awful. Like, anytime like, I, like, something clicks in my head for, like, a reference or, like, a name or, like, just anything that I should know and then it finally clicks... Like, oh, Samsonite, it's right there. And there's like, Ted, what the fuck? <laughs> You're old. Which is fine. So I think that's what we learned tonight. <laughs> we just catch it up. I mean, yeah. I, I really like this movie. But, like, I feel like anyone underneath the 30 is going to have a hard time relating to it. I'm sorry, Jake. It's 30. 
Eh, close enough. <laughs> close enough, but I'm also I, not 30 yet, which I'm going to take. That's what I'm saying. Under the age of 30, way. like, I feel like it would not keep their attention is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think I the, like quoting like, this movie more than watching this movie. Yeah, that's the answer. That's right? true. Yeah. Like, I, I, w- I would just as easy sit down and watch uh, however many, like, uh, less than an hour-long YouTube video of all of the quote-unquote skits, like, uh-huh. sections of this movie, than I would, like, that would be just as good as sitting down and actually watching the movie. I, I'm going to say I'd, I'd rather watch a documentary on it. Like, just them like, oh, talking about that. Making them. Yep. That yep. would be great. I mean, there's one on, like, A&E that you can find, I think, on Hulu. Like behind the story or some shit, or like just because like, like like Trent brought up earlier about how like half the cast is just fucked up out of their minds most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like Chase and Murray were just fucked the entire fucking movie. I mean, and the writers. I mean, I mean Harold Ramis directed mm-hmm. this goddamn movie. And I, I love angry thoughts about how the fact made him a ghost in the new Ghostbusters movie against his will. Whatever, it's fine. That's cool. Actually, that's not her Remus. That's the other Remus, but directed Ghostbusters. I get a little confused, but like, he also directed, like, he directed uh, Groundhog Day. And it's sad that him and Bill Murray had a fallout after that movie and they never talked again. Like, those guys, like, he directed Stripes. Like, right, anyways, I'm done. I'm drunk. I should go to bed. <laughs> anyway. But yes, like, 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 we always agree, like, the uh, Doc Marinos movie is better than the movie itself. The doc where like just they discuss the quotes and everything. Yeah, give us the and, quotes and then the stories about the crazy shit that went on when the movie was being filmed. And how like Bill Murray like was on himself and no one paid attention to him. So and how Chase Jason is an asshole. But anyways <laughs> it's time. Thank you, Trent, for coming on. Yeah, T C yeah, I love the guys. Too. I'm excited. Appreciate it, buddy. I gotta beat down for this goddamn NBA championship so I can make this champion dinner. Um, what are you? All right. Have you been following this NBA thing? No one's with anymore. This is, this is all inside baseball. Have you been following the NBA contest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trent. A, a little bit. I'll see one of your guys' quotes or something that'll pop. Or so uh, that'll is pop down, up. And... He is now down to future bets only. Uh-huh. It's like futures in uh, series specials or something, right? And he won't share them. Yeah, I wouldn't share them with you either. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. Let me talk I mean, yeah, you're trying try to win. <laughs> so, Trent. It's like poker. You're not going to show your cards, are you? Yeah. So, Trent, should I just stop betting? How much do you have? I have 186 and change. I would think I don't know. so. I mean, it, it, from what I see, you guys have Going into the finals, he was at 108. But I know he lost the first two games. Yeah, absolutely. You're fine. I mean, it, if he's so used all his money on futures, it's not – at 180? From what I see out of you guys, I, I think absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, going, going, I think into the fi- going into the finals, unless he, like, has $50 on something that's – uh, generate what like four what times Celtics, like, and se- Celtics and seven maybe if he had that what was yeah. that Plus, or one of those like Jordan Peele maybe Poole, like, Jordan Poole like makes many fucking three pointers or like 
They had like they had MVP, yeah, but, it, but it, it would have it would have to be like something like super long odds that was a quarter of the hundred, the tw- like twenty five, mm-hmm. or something for fifty that's like plus five hundred or plus four hundred to even come close. Okay, so, so stop betting. Probably. I'm a degenerate. I think you're fine. Yeah. If I've learned anything about that sport that I haven't watched any of their playoffs, it's take <laughs> but, the, the but Warriors Trent, to cover in the third quarter. I like I like betting though, <laughs> yeah. Trent. This is the problem. You can I'm still bet, just don't do it there, Ted. Yeah, <laughs> just go to another account because we know Ted. You got other ones. I mean, come on. Man, I don't know. I should keep betting. They they put us in the contest. Don't ask for they the put, damn advice if you're not going to take it. They put us in the contest for sure, I bet. I feel like that's why we're there. Yeah, Ted, but you're not going to you're literally not going to flip your hand over in poker just to show the other guy what they have when their stack is bigger than yours. Yeah, I want to make I want to make All right, we'll figure it out. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy is holding chips under the table. You don't it need to play that game. Sadness. I know. It all ends in sadness. I know how this ends. Anyways, uh, not sadness. Danny Noonan just made a fucking putt because <laughs> the whole world went big shit. So, <laughs> did you find the song, or you have to still do that? I I got it, man. Oh, okay. the best journey. <laughs> time. Asking sometimes, sometimes right we go there. we go to outro and you're like, oh wait, we gotta find the song. Oh, and it's in there somewhere. Something to go to outro. I got text of the bar closed like a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Anyways, Trent, thanks for coming on, brother. We're gonna fun. bring you on Appreciate for the. It. We're gonna put you on. We're gonna put you on for the. Uh, Jake, make a note. Trent's come back on for either the Sandlot two or three, Bad News Bears go Japan, or Cash Act. Yeah, I gotta two. take a shitty. Yeah, I gotta take a shitty one next time, right? I told you Kingpin was my number one choice, though. If if that comes down it the line, and you guys that fucking movie was I, I thought it, it was clear. Yeah. I thought it was gonna win. It was like forty-four to like ten, and like Caddyshack came back hard. <laughs> I would well, rather watch King Pan, and then I'll I'll take Caddyshack too. I'll watch it for the first time all the way through. Put me down for those mini, two in the next year. It's a mini golf movie, right? Is that what it is? Good God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ted, <laughs> play the song. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, right, Larry Trent.